Welcome, this is Jessica Ortner and our time together is dedicated to feeling good within all of life's complexities. We'll be going on a wandering path, exploring topics like spirituality, productivity, and personal fulfillment. Because happiness is not a destination, it's an adventure. So welcome to Adventures in Happiness. everybody. Welcome to this episode. I don't actually know what number it is. I don't remember. But You got to know know the number. So wait, so we're not, this is... Just press record. It's recording right now. Oh my God. Guys, this is, uh, this is Jess, obviously. And um, I have, it's not really a guest. I finally convinced Nick to come back on the show. And we were just recording something for our upcoming Tapping World Summit that we're really excited about. And since the mics are all set up, it was the I come on. Time. I come on once a year. Is you my... come on once a year. But it's fine. I feel like – so this is the one thing I've learned about this podcast is I'm learning to not – and I think we've talked about this before, but to not have the pressure to do it perfectly because – I was doing it every other every week. Then I went to every other week. So I apologize to the fans who were like, people, "Jess, people are mad at you." Well, I had I was teaching at Omega, and somebody was like, "Hey, like, what are are you done with the show?" And I was like, "No, I've just been busy, but because this is like a side project that I love, but I'm back, and I'm gonna start. I'm gonna get myself organized. I'm getting married, people. It's there's a lot going on." There's a lot going on. Well, I love being on the podcast with you. I don't know why I don't do it more often, probably just out of rebellion. Um, or maybe we need like a better – because you kicked me off the actual podcast. Like my name used to be on it for the first five episodes, and then you're like, no, it's my podcast. I kicked you um, off because you wouldn't record episodes with me. That's a good point. That is a good <laughs> point. Um, but yeah, so what should we what should we talk about? Let's talk about happy things. You have a wedding coming up? Coming up? Yeah, which which – you know, sometimes I think when I think about this podcast – uh, people tell me that they binge listen. So they'll kind of wait a while and then they'll listen to five in a row. And I think it was like the third or fourth episode. I don't remember. I was single and you had asked me what I wanted in right. a man. And I started and I put talking it out about there, right? it. Yeah. 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 Like that, email in. <laughs> yeah. That day that we recorded that episode was that night I had my first date with Lucas. No, come on. Yeah. It was that night. And then – so It's begin- probably because you were way too terrified of meeting someone through a podcast when your older brother was <laughs> yeah, calling for entries into the dating pool that you're just like, I better figure this out and find yeah, someone. Com- yeah, very true. And yeah, I had the date with him and then we – yeah, we started dating and, and things had to move really fast because he – when we first started dating, I was like, well, this isn't going to last because – I don't really like California and I'm going to move back to the East Coast. And he had said to me that he had to move to the central coast of California for a job two months later. So I really went into it thinking, well, this isn't really going to be anything, but I really like this guy's company. Like he's he's interesting. And then two months later, I end up moving to the central coast of California where we spent almost a year there. And then we moved back to Connecticut. We bought a house. And he, this poor man, grew up in Argentina. <laughs> I say, this is why I say poor man. He grew up in Argentina where there's really not, there's not like a bad winter. Like the worst is you have to wear a leather jacket. Sometimes it's a bit rainy. Um, then he moved to Southern California where he was surfing all year. And now he's about to experience his first winter. So I'm a little bit scared, but we already 
paid for the ha- like we already got a mortgage so that is a good so he's security stuck. he is stuck <laughs> he's, he's such he's a good stuck. sport he's such a good sport you know what though what he does have here which i know you can do everywhere and by the way it's not that you don't like california you just don't didn't want to live there i don't want to offend all of our california listeners yeah i just i uh, miss the family miss the family for some reason um but not, one, not you but the kids i get it i totally get it one of the things that he is very good at and into and i feel like the season's help with that is decorating and uh themes and i heard that the christmas decorations are going up and yeah. and he's going full out oh my god like first of all like you know those crazy houses that have all the lights and like a million things in the yard that are like and moving with lights and music i have is that to, gonna be you no i have to do everything to prevent that <laughs> like like my, my i am the only only person blocking that from happening. I do I do like Christmas decorations, but he's very he's incredibly enthusiastic. And the other day he was wrapping he was wrapping boxes and I was like, oh wow, he bought Christmas presents already? But it was a lot of boxes, so I just was really confused. And I was like, what are you wrapping? He was wrapping just all of these empty Amazon boxes oh, that we God. had. And, like, above our door, we have a little ledge that's, like, very high up. You can't access it without a ladder. And he just covered it in, like, fake snow and covered it with those presents and these, like, massive, like, stuffed animal, like a massive Santa and a snowman and an elf. Um, So the house is really – we're really going for it. And I'm excited to, like, finish and then have, like, June, like, your daughter come over and and our other nephews and nieces. So it's it's fun. He does love that. And he's excited for real snow. Would you put a picture of that in the show notes? I will. Where I are the show will. notes? Where can people find the show the notes? TheTappingSolution.com forward slash notes. Perfect. I want to see it. And can we tell another story? I mean, we won't make this whole episode about Lucas. We will actually provide some valuable, interesting information, maybe. Um, <laughs> or maybe this will be in the front of an – I don't know. Anyway, can you can you tell the pilgrim story? Yes. <laughs> so Lucas and I were lying in bed falling asleep and we were – like listing, you know, when you're like half asleep and you're like, we need stuffing for, you know, we need for Thanksgiving. For you Thanksgiving. guys were preparing for Thanksgiving. Yeah. We, were, we were preparing, we were creating like a grocery list kind of half asleep. And, um, you know, it kind of goes quiet because I think we're both falling asleep. And then I just hear Luke's go, <gasps> and pilgrim hats. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, so to give, if people don't know, I, I did just mention it. Lucas grew up in Argentina. So. So he like, doesn't know that it was this his first. Well, it was, this was like his second Thanksgiving, but his first yeah, one he's here. had he's no, he's been here for he's four years, so he's okay, had a couple good. of Thanksgivings. But he also he doesn't know like if he really gets into holidays. So he just thought that maybe the previous Thanksgiving people just forgot the hats. Like <laughs> you know, he just thought like yeah, well, like we we decorate a lot for Christmas, so yeah. we wear pilgrim oh. hats um, during Thanksgiving and. I started th- – that woke me up and I just was losing it laughing. And I, every day – like I would just keep thinking about it in random moments throughout my day and just like chuckling at him saying, oh, pilgrim hats. And I, I texted you and I told you because I thought you'd laugh. Then comes Thanksgiving and you can tell this part. Yeah. So Jess sends me that text and I'm like, OK, I need to get Lucas a pilgrim hat. So I, I looked on Amazon and first I found a hat and then I found a whole pilgrim costume. And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting this thing. So I get this pilgrim costume. It's the hat and the, like black shirt with little white 
collar. Ribs thing, <laughs> collar or whatever. And I sneak it over on Thanksgiving so Jess doesn't see it. And I put it in the bathroom and I call Lucas over. He's he's cooking up a storm. He's got this huge turkey going. And I call him over to the bathroom and I point to the pilgrim costume. And this is why I just love the guy. You know, most people, like, if that happened to me, be like, oh, oh, that's funny. Should I put it on? I just point to him and he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and like he, he goes in the bathroom. Like he knew exactly. He wasn't surprised. It was almost like he wasn't surprised. He was just like, yep, yeah, okay, yeah. put it on. <laughs> so, putting it on. He goes in the bathroom, puts it on, comes out in a full pilgrim costume, and Jess couldn't breathe. She was laughing so hard. Oh, I fell um, over. And here's the other best part about him. You know, most people wear the costume for a little bit. No, no, no. The whole dinner. The like whole I keep. Time. I keep looking up at dinner. He took his hat off because, you know, you don't wear your hat at the dinner table, obviously. And uh, I keep looking up and it was this black thing with a white collar and it was just hysterical. I mean, and he, he took off his hat and after wearing it for so many hours cooking the turkey, his hair was like all over the place. And he's just sitting there with that like pilgrim collar and costume. Yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. And like I the kids love him oh, yeah, so yeah. much. So we love him. But I think the takeaway from Lucas, what I try to learn from him with his decorating, his cooking, is just he's got a, a very special zest for life um, that I think we can all model and learn a little bit from. Yeah, there, there is another like quick. This isn't going to be the Lucas episode. He's gonna if he listens to this, he's gonna like turn he's red. Be mortified. Um, but it's it's a story I shared with you, and I think this is like a teachable thing. It was a while ago. Um, I was worried about something. It was when we were living in California and we were just figuring out like how to move to the other coast. It is not easy to move from California to Connecticut. Like it's a long distance and everything's really expensive. So I, we were lying in bed and I was like talking about the different options. And, and then I said, like, I'm really worried. I don't remember what it was about. And he was like, it's nighttime. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, we don't solve problems at night. We don't have to Mm. worry about things at night. Like night is for relaxing and sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) You and I are like, huh? We're like, what? And as silly as that sounds, it was like, like he just has this rule. Like, no, we don't problem solve at night. Like night is to relax. So do everything that you can just to, is just to relax. And I, it was just so simple, but I was like, yeah, how often do we feel like at night is when we have to figure everything out and just having that intention is Or powerful. not even at night, just all day, 24 hours a day. It's like we wake up figuring things out and we go to sleep thinking about things and figuring it out. I, I think that is profound. I, when you told me that story a couple of months ago, it struck me and it just strikes me again listening to it now. It's like, yeah, hello. Right. <laughs> you know, like it's time to relax. What are you doing? You know, it's almost like you were the alien. Like, why Why would you stress right now? This isn't the time to do it. Right. Um, right. Amazing. I love it. Lucas, our guru. Lucas, I know. He's so, he's so like, he's like stoic and zen and the opposite <laughs> of me. But that's why, you know, it's funny. Like, I'm obviously a, a stress relief expert and a coach and I teach tapping. You teach what you need the most, right? So, I use tapping because I tend to have like that overthinking mind. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, I'm happy to have that, that go to, but he's definitely someone who is like, his nature is just very Zen and peaceful. So are you tapping about your wedding? Um, well, it was funny because we were getting, okay. After calling him Zen and peaceful, I will tell you this. We were getting acupuncture and I know this sounds corny, but we do it together because the chiropractor just puts two tables out and, 
he was asking us. Um, he was like, how is wedding planning going? And I was like, good. Like, I'm doing everything because I want to. Like, I love planning and he's fine with it. I obviously always am checking in with him, but I'm like, I took it and I'm running with it. So the chiropractor's like, how's it going? And I was like, it's it's a lot, but I really like it. And then Lucas goes, I find it really stressful. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you are not doing anything. Like, how are you finding this stressful? And he he was like, well, just hearing about all the decisions that you have <laughs> yeah. to make. And I think, um, you know, there we have a lot more people coming than we expected. And as much as he sounds like an extrovert in a sense because he's so willing to put a pilgrim costume on, I do think that he's a little bit more intimidated by large crowds. Once sure. he's in, he'll be fine. It'll be great. But I thought it was hysterical that he's the one um, stressing out. I, I'm not. Like, honestly – it's I think Tell for, the truth. Tell no, the truth. I'm honestly I'm surprised. I'm waiting for my like bridezilla moment, you know? I mean I I almost am like half expecting it, but it's not happening. I think for a few reasons. One, I am so happy that I am getting married in my thirties and not my twenties. I think there's huge benefit of getting married later in life because you have like a perspective. If I was I mean, and you can get no judgment on anyone who gets married early. But me personally, if I got married when I was like 22, I would have been a psychopath bride um, of trying to control everything. I think now I have a perspective in life where the most important thing is like that we're dancing a lot and that we're together. And mm. and even the wedding, like, yes, it's a moment where Lucas and I have are committing our lives, but we all have already committed our lives together. I mean, we have mm. had so many sacred moments where we have just committed you know, to our, to each other, to our future. And so I feel that bond. And to me, the wedding is like, okay, well, we have already made this commitment. We're already sure. Let's celebrate with both our families. And so the biggest thing is just to have a lot of fun. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, you know, it'll be fine. And again, listen, will I turn into Bridezilla at some point? Maybe, but I, I do feel like I am having a fun time with it. Good. Yeah. I am glad. Yeah. And well, there's a lot of people there, so I'll just stay on the other side of the resort if you turn into Bridezilla. Yeah, 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 totally. Totally. I don't think, yeah, at the event. I mean, it's it's a lot. It's funny. You, like, really – you love planning and you can't wait for it. And then there's also part of you that can't wait for it to be over because you've anticipated it for – like, the anticipation for so long. You're just like, sure. all right. I, like, I, I'm ready just to just to do this and have the good party. So – I'm excited. And it's nice. I think the hardest part for me is I realize with my friends, like, I don't, so I don't have a wedding party. I've decided to not have one. Uh, it's not like common in Argentine culture. And it's just hard. And you're for a rebel. To choose. Mm -hmm. And I'm a rebel. I just, yeah. I love all my friends. It was hard for me to choose. And, and also I have friends that are having babies. I have friends that are starting businesses. I wanted them to be able to contribute as much as they felt like they could without feeling like there was obligation because I have given them a title. So, so I like not having um, a, a bridal party, but you still have to reach out to friends to ask for help for certain things. And all my friends want to help, but I realize I, I love helping my friends. I, I feel like it's an honor when my friends ask me to help with their wedding, but I feel so uncomfortable mm. asking for help. And it's been really interesting because the last few weddings where I, like even the last wedding I went to, I was the officiant. It was the most 
spiritual, amazing experience to marry two people. And I did it as a gift. And it was the greatest gift for me. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever done. And so I know how good giving feels. And um, yeah, and it's interesting of like checking in and being like, wow, what is it that makes me feel uncomfortable about receiving? Yeah, I think that's something I think we all have that challenge. Well, maybe not everyone, but, but many yeah, of us I do. think it comes up a lot. And then you yeah. and I think it's really about having that conversation with yourself of being like, actually, people really like to support you the same yeah. way that you love to help other people. Well, exactly. Absolutely. So wedding is coming. We'll do maybe I'll come back on the podcast and say we'll do an inside Jess's wedding revealed. And we'll post pictures of you as Bridezilla. Well, and, or, I'll, or I'll take video of you <laughs> being not calm and then we'll post it. I do not know if I can pull this off, but I would really like to make a music video during the wedding. <laughs> That's right. I thought <laughs> of um, of uh, Dirty Dancing. I had the time in my life because it's a duet. And so I'm yeah. trying to get Lucas to memorize the words, which you would think, doesn't everyone know the words to that song? But when you're from Argentina, you don't. So... I'm like, you know, I'll be printing it out and like sneaking it to him and just kind of encouraging him to memorize the words and then we'll like lip sync <laughs> to it. But aren't you going to do like everyone does it, like a couple of different lines or just the two of you? It'll be, I think I want to do like when we're doing our first look on the beach, we'll be like dancing and singing to it. And then we'll do it once. We'll play the song at the wedding and have people like dancing and singing. And then the rest will be clips from the whole wedding weekend. I so it's see. like, you know how a music video doesn't always have someone singing? It has like clips of different things. Sure. Now, this might not happen, but I, I, think this I is... People are going to be waiting for this. Now you announced I, it. I like, feel like I... Where's the... Now I've <laughs> had the time of my life. And like then, and then we'll do one no, scene. I never <laughs> felt like stop, this before. Stop. On behalf yes, of everyone I that's listening, stop it. It's <laughs> Sorry. Now now it's going to be in everyone's head the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, we'll see. Like, well, I'm trying to do like fun things like that. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I just finished like a booklet for people that has on one, like it's in English and Spanish because I've, we have all relatives from Argentina coming who like our uncle doesn't speak English and then he has his whole family. Uh, So it's like this booklet and it shares Argentine and American traditions. Like, for example, in Argentina, they don't do a first dance. So it, like, explains to the Argentines that... <laughs> I love the booklet. Here we have the traditional tradition <laughs> of where the bride rides the sheep in. No. It's an American no. tradition. You know. I should I should have just made up a few, like, really wacky ones to, to see all, if people is it notice. All printed? Is it all done? No, it's all done. I already sent it to the printer. Uh-oh. But is it printed? You should totally do ridiculous things in there. And, like, make people wait for the sheep. Like, in the middle of the wedding, a herd of sheep will walk through the dance floor to bless it. <laughs> oh, wow. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. It would. No, it's already printed. That would be amazing. But it's, it's already, already printed. printed. Yeah. I, wait. No, like, for real? Nick, it's already it, – I sent it yesterday and I oh. paid for it. Oh, man. Can we do an insert? Maybe we do an – no, that'll be no. too obvious if we do a special insert. I like pranks, by the way. I yeah, but be- the thing is now at this point, you're so predictable with your pranks. Like the other day in our bathroom. So we, I had like all the family Yeah, but over. this wasn't a good one. This was a very simple but one. This but this is what you do though. This is like so you. I have to share this. Nick goes, is upstairs with the kids. He like disappears for a while. Anyway. Right, with my nephews and running around and. Yeah. yeah. 
And then um, later I walk into my bathroom and we have like the little, both of us have like the little mirrors, like the little vanities where we have all our, you know, facial products and things. There's two sinks. There's two There's sinks two in the sinks. bathroom. One side all of Jess's stuff, the other side all of Lucas's stuff. It's very distinct. Many different products all out there. Yeah, all basically Anne-Marie Gianni products. That'll yeah, be a little yeah. plug, but that's basically right. all it is. And anyway, I have all these products. Nick just switches them around. So, like, <laughs> my side is now on Lucas's side. And, like, even my toothbrush is on his side. Like, the whole thing. But it's so, like, and the reason... Nick does this. This is my guess. Is like you just like people to be confused for a second. Like you find it really funny when someone's like, "What?" But- yeah, that, like that's a harmless prank, and it really wasn't for you. What I really wanted was for Lucas to walk in there and just, you know, it's subtle enough that you're like, "What happened?" <laughs> <laughs> Did Jess move, switch sides, you know? And then he'd be like, so Jess, did you want to have the other side of the sink? And you'd be like, what are you talking about, the other side of the sink? <laughs> it did not. Instead, I walked in, I rolled my eyes and just went, oh, Nick. Yeah, so, but that, I mean, that was, you know, a pretty subtle one. Um, I think I think the sheep in the wedding brochure would be amazing. Because you know how you read, you sit down for the wedding and you read through everything. Usually you're like, I wonder how long this is going to be, you know? So you're yeah. like, okay, that shouldn't take too long. That should. So if you had in there like sheep procession, it would just be incredible. <laughs> and then everyone who's sitting down there would just start like giggling and be like, what? What are they doing? <laughs> yes. And I bet you some of my like American friends would believe it. They're also because, you know, Argentina, cattle and sheep, it's a big, it's not like far, I mean, it is far-fetched, but. It's an animal could, that's in Argentina. Yeah, I, if I had the time, I could come up with some great lines. The presentation of the blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Well, anyway. what I will share is a real one. If people are okay. interested in like one of the things we're doing differently in our wedding. My favorite one, which is funny because in Argentina, this is an old tradition that by this point, they're like, oh, we have to do this. But I love it because I only see it during Argentine weddings. And it's the waltz, which is not actually the waltz. You're not doing the waltz steps, but it's just waltz music. And Lucas and I will begin to dance. And then my dad cuts in to dance with me and Lucas's mom cuts in to dance with him. And we just like dance for a second and the photographer takes a picture and then we switch. So next, like my uncle would cut in and my mom would cut in with Lucas. And so you dance with like every important person in your family. And depending on how long you go, you can go. And depending on how big the wedding is, you can dance for a few seconds with every person who showed up. And then you're able to get a picture with them. So everyone has a picture of them themselves dancing with the bride or the groom. And I think that's oh, really that's sweet. Cool. Yeah. How long does that take? I mean, you have like, that, that take forever? Well, the, the waltz song is like long. I think it might be 17 minutes or something. We won't do the whole time. We'll just do like major family but it it goes through relative it goes by relatively fast because you're really only dancing for like 15 seconds for a picture and a kiss and a hello um that's really sweet but i really like also in argentine traditions which was exhausting when we were kids and mom and dad would have people over from argentina you walk into a room and you have to give everybody a kiss um to say hello and the same thing with a wedding i don't know i don't think we're going to do this with time but after the wedding, the bride and groom, like, stand outside of the church and give everybody a kiss as they come by to say hello, mm. which is is really is such a beautiful thing because have you ever been to a party where you kind of know somebody but you don't really and you never said hi to them because you walked in late for the party and then you're awkwardly like – Hi, in the middle of the party, like, do you ever notice that? Like, sometimes there's that weird. Well, even with strangers, like, 
the difference in Argentine culture is that you are introduced to everybody when you walk in. That's just everybody. like what what happens as opposed to, yeah, like that awkward, like, I haven't really talked to you yet, but maybe I know you, but maybe I don't, but we're just going to half ignore each other. Um, <laughs> right? I feel yeah. like it happens yeah. all of the time. And I'm, yeah, yeah. so I, I love the fact that you just have to say um, hello to everybody. So really, like, my intentions for the wedding is just for everyone to feel like one big, enormous family. And we're going to be enormous. It's like 100 people, which is a lot for a destination wedding. I am excited. What else? Um, hey, can we plug some things? Yeah, let's like share some exciting things that are going on. No, I'm like shameless plugging of well, products <laughs> to go buy. Consumerism. I mean, consumerism. This this podcast is not about happiness. It's about the buying consumer. things. Um, okay, go. <laughs> you're, so you're, you're scared now. No, my plug is for our brother Alex, who sadly is not invited. We, we always say we should invite him for the podcast. We don't um, let him talk. Are you kidding? We yeah, gotta keep a, we gotta keep him in the shadows. He's not he's not allowed out of the house. <laughs> um, well, but he we we've led him out of the shadows a little bit with his new children's book um, called Gorilla Thumps and Bear Hugs. And it's Gorilla Thumps and Bear Hugs, a tapping solution children's story. So this is actually a kid's book about how to use tapping with your kids. Um, well, that's obvious. But <laughs> it's a story. Yeah. It's a story for kids to read, tap along. There's some stuff at the end. It was illustrated by my dear, dear lifelong friend, Aaron Mariano, and it's gorgeous. I think it makes a great Christmas present, holiday present. Uh, so just put this podcast out before then, and yeah. you should buy it because I, it's amazing. It really is such a beautiful book, and it's like 15 bucks. Yeah, so. I will add to Alex is a father of three um, under the age of seven, and you know, like like a dad, like he he reads to his kids every night before he goes to bed, and even before he wrote this book, he he became really opinionated on books because you have so many that you begin to realize like what really catches their attention and what doesn't, and so he just did such a great job. He really wrote a book for his own kids, and it just is you know is helpful for for all, all children, and especially like. We got to say, too, with tapping, I think when you're a kid, it's so hard to articulate how you feel. And it's to have something where you're using the body and where they're really engaged in the process is yeah. really, really helpful. So I think all kids should should know how to tap. I think this book is going to be world-changing. It's just so great. Um, and let me read – there's a Skype conversation with all of our employees at The Tapping Solution. And one of our employees, Randall – um, has a four-year-old son who got the book early. It's it's being released on December 6th, but he got it early. And this is, I don't know if we'll email about this because this is slightly um, R-rated conversation. But oh, here's, oh, good. But it's okay for the podcast. It's the internet. Well, that's it. Go well, ahead. this podcast, I mean, this is, <laughs> this is where the debauchery happens, you know. Um, Randall writes in Skype, my four-year-old son just said to me, Dada, I need to go poop. Can I take the tapping book with me? <laughs> And then he writes, congrats, congrats, Alex. Gorilla Thumps has ousted Dragons Love Tacos as the number one book in our household. <laughs> that's so cute. So that's real. That's real from a four-year-old. Oh, loves um, to read it on the pot. That's on the great. Pot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Best testimonial endorsement you can have. No, oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. And then the other thing um, that we can mention, because I'll get this podcast out this week, is you're doing a really incredible event in Newtown, and I think it's it's worth mentioning. Yeah, so um, 
you, if you get this podcast out, you're going to get it out this week? Yeah. Great, because um, I'm doing an event in Newtown. Uh, that's where we all live. And as many of you know, that's the site of the Sandy Hook school shootings. Um, since those that terrible day and since the shooting happened, we've all been working on the ground to help people heal from the trauma, to uh, bring people some comfort and peace. And, um, you know, certainly making some progress. I have uh, been working with mothers who have lost their children, first responders, um, all sorts of people who need help and who need this tool that is tapping to find some level of inner peace and comfort. And uh, next week, Wednesday, December 7th at 7 o'clock, we're doing a free event at the local town hall at Edmond Town Hall. This is the place where Jess and I both grew up going to $1 movies. They'd be put in there, you know, six months or a year after they were released, and it was only a buck, so that was a big win. They yeah. still show movies there, but it's $2 now, so oh. it's gotten very, gotten very <laughs> expensive. Unbelievable. Um, doubled in price, and uh, we're going to have about 500 people there. We're almost sold out, so if you really? are local. I didn't know that. We're almost sold out? That's amazing. Yeah, we're, we're, we are getting there very quickly. Um, so if you want to come and attend, go to – the best place probably is tappingsolutionfoundation.org. Um, and I think we have a link on there. If not, we'll make sure to have a link on there by the time this podcast comes out and just register for right. your free ticket. And if you're not local, go to tappingsolutionfoundation.org anyway and see what we're up to. Um, well, that's the other reason I wanted to bring it up because there might be, you know, there are people listening from all over the world who might not be able to um, come to an evening in, in, you know, Newtown. But it's, I think the work that, that we've been doing has been great. And the work you have been doing especially has just really helped so many. So it's something to kind of keep an eye on. And, and if, you know, people are interested in this kind of work because, you know, our town was impacted, but there are a lot of things going on in many different towns. And um, it's just a good organization to keep uh, keep an eye on and to really learn from. Thank you. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, so, all right. I think we hit the 30-minute mark. This was a great Ortner News update. Is there anything else that we think we should share? Well, here's – I mean, we could go on and on, but here's what I'd love for everyone listening. A – let me know if you've enjoyed this or you've been bored for half an hour and you want me never to come back on the podcast again. Actually, um, but that is an honest request because no, no, people do gonna... people do say, I, I want to hear more just about your personal life. But sometimes I'm like, eh, really? Like, let me let me know if you do. <laughs> yeah. So leave a review on iTunes. That helps the podcast spread. And you can even Only write it. Only if it's a good review, though. <laughs> no. Hey, listen, if we, I'll take constructive criticism like, hey, the podcast is great, but Nick is really annoying on it. So... <laughs> Just maybe if he could stay off the po- off Jess's podcast, okay. we would love that. Um, so yeah, leave a review on iTunes and share it with those you love. And um, that's it. Go look at the show notes. That way you see the picture of Lucas. Maybe can we put him in the pilgrim hat too? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll put a picture of him in the pilgrim hat, and I'll put a picture of our little our Christmas decorations. Yeah, and that's it. If uh, if I don't talk to everyone, have a wonderful holiday season. And, uh, yeah, sending much love to everyone out there. Thank you. Thanks, Nick. And, yes, just a reminder that this is an act of love. So if you love it, spread the love by sharing this with your family and friends. I'll see you next time, everyone. Everyone.